Imagine this. You wake up, go for a morning walk, holding your significant other's hand on the right and gripping a cup of fresh brewed coffee in the left. You turn down a street you haven't been on before and you wander into a hole-in-the-wall bookstore. You spend an absorbent amount of time picking up books and reading the summary, and you finally settle on the book you picked up 30 minutes ago. By this time, you're hungry, so you pop into the local cafe and you chat the rest of the morning away with your partner. This is my idea of a great morning, but maybe it isn't yours. Yours could be sleeping in, going for an early morning workout, or hopping on a plane to your next destination. Imagine that ideal morning. Now I wanna put one more layer on top of it. Imagine it's not Saturday or Sunday. It's a random Tuesday. And you have mornings like this all of the time. But I'm guessing your ideal morning did not include rushing to work and participating in a mandatory 9 a.m. meeting about, I don't know, a new compliance process or something. Aside from corporate holidays and one-week vacations, we're going to have to wait until 65 for this kind of freedom and choice, though. But what if retirement was closer than we thought? Maybe it was in your 50s or your 40s, even your 30s. This might seem like a pipe dream, but there is an entire movement all with this goal in mind. It's called FIRE, Financial Independence, Retire Early. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the FIRE movement, how it's redefining retirement, and how you can get on board. You know those moments where you think, I wish I would have learned this in school? Those are the topics that we love to talk about. Join me each week as I interview experts sharing their strategies for solving problems that us young adults will face throughout our 20s and 30s. So what are you waiting for? And if you want new episodes about adulting advice every Monday, hit that follow button. FIRE is made up of two parts, financial independence and retire early. Financial independence is when you've accumulated enough assets that the resulting passive income provides enough money for your living expenses. You no longer need a paycheck to afford your lifestyle and paid work becomes optional. The FIRE movement popularized the 4% rule, which is this concept that you can safely remove or draw down 4% of your investment assets every year without running out of money. What happens is that the investment gains from the remaining amount of your money will replenish that cash that you took out. That investment goal is referred to as your FI number, your financial independence number. It's pretty easy to calculate. First, you need to know how much your annual expenses are, and then you would multiply that by 25. So let me give you an example. Assume that I have $40,000 in annual expenses. I would take that $40,000 and multiply it by 25 to get $1 million. So I would need to accumulate $1 million worth of assets, and I've hit financial independence. Of course, there are nuances and considerations to think about, but the 4% rule is widely known as a fairly safe assumption. The second half of the FIRE acronym is retire early. Retiring early is hitting financial independence before the traditional retirement age, which is typically viewed as 65. 
Some people in the FIRE movement are happy retiring five to 10 years early, while others are aiming for 30 years earlier. Me personally, I'm shooting to hit my FI number by 40 and retiring about 25 years earlier than the traditional sense. But I promise you that my 40s and beyond are not going to be filled with pina coladas on the beach. As I mentioned, hitting fire makes work optional. I'm sure my day will be filled with even more podcasting, business adventures, and tons of hobbies. Many of those that hit fire transition into what they consider more meaningful work, like volunteering at a nonprofit or trying a career path that they've always been curious about. So how did the FIRE movement get started? Here's a quick history lesson. In 1992, Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez published a book called Your Money, Your Life. In this book, they shared ideas on how someone could save and invest early on to achieve financial independence way before the traditional retirement age. This concept got on and voila, the FIRE movement was born. But it wasn't until the 2010s that it exploded in popularity. Now there are books, blogs, podcasts, even dating websites all centered around the FIRE movement. Since I was young, my dad preached and instilled many of the tried and true personal finance principles. So I've always been drawn to being financially prudent, but it wasn't until I found the FIRE movement five years ago that I had a really strong why to follow through with this. That thought of freedom with my time and the fact that money wouldn't always need to be a primary factor in the decisions really gave me a sense of excitement. I'll be honest, I'm not even one that dislikes my work. My manager and my colleagues are absolutely amazing. My employer actually has a strong sense of values and I appreciate working for them. And the work is interesting. And of course, I'm absolutely loving everything that Kyle and I are doing through our podcast agency. But saying yes to last minute trip invites, having control of my own calendar, and never having to complete another required ethics training, sign me up. Hopefully, if I've done my job up until this point, you're on board or at least intrigued with the concept of FIRE. But if you're not, I think there are still a lot of great lessons you can learn from the movement. The first is to start dreaming and planning for your retirement. Only 43%, 43% of Americans 18 to 34 have any type of retirement account. Having a goal or a dream and setting a timeline can give you the encouragement and excitement to st get started. The second is making savings and investing a priority. Regardless if you want to retire early or retire in your 60s or beyond, having financial security is important. That security will be able to give you the choices in case you do want to change course. The FIRE movement has taught me how important the habit of saving and investing every single month really is. And the third and final lesson that the FIRE movement has taught me is how to be creative with the ways to boost your income and reduce your expenses. With financial independence as a goal of mine, I do live a pretty lean life, but I don't really feel that constricted by it. I still spend money on the things that I want to spend money on, but I also get creative. I routinely go to business conferences, and they're typically not cheap, like four to $500. And I've actually gotten into the last three conferences I went to for free simply by applying for their scholarship program, volunteering, or just knowing the right person, like the conference I went to this weekend. I'm routinely looking for extra ways to make money or save on cost. And I'll be honest, the thrill, the excitement is kind of fun now. I'm really appreciative what the FIRE movement has done for me so far. And I think 
it could really serve you as well. Regardless of your real retirement age, applying the principles from the FIRE movement in your 20s is going to allow you to own your financial future and honestly reimagine what retirement could be for you. I'm really inspired by what the world could be if we spent a little less time at high stress or dead-end jobs just to collect a paycheck, but instead pursued careers, hobbies, skills that really align with what we want. It's a hard truth, but money is really unavoidable. Unless you plan to be a monk or you have some other genius idea on how to live for free, we have to have money. Do we have to spend most of our life working for it? The FIRE movement has taught me otherwise. On this podcast, I'm routinely exploring the skills and behaviors required to accomplish FIRE and other financial goals. So if you're excited about that, hit the follow button so you can be equipped with these skills as well. I want to know, are you thinking about early retirement? If money wasn't a factor, how would you spend your time? I would love to hear from you. Send us a message by going to our website, tsirpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you. Those go literally straight to my inbox and it would just light my day up if you told me something that you'd be really excited about. For me personally, I really want to work at a plant store come retirement. And that's weird. Like I just want to go and actually do some work, but I don't know. I want to get more invested and involved in plants and kind of learn a little bit more about them. And I think it'd be really fun to work at a plant store. So that's probably gonna be one thing or at least a six month period of my fire journey that I have out there. So once again, I'd love to hear from you. You tell me what you're gonna do with your time off now that you know about the fire movement and you're starting to actually work towards that goal. So, all right guys, I love you all until next time. Thanks for listening to the episode. As always, I appreciate your kind words. If you want to leave us a rating and review on your podcast player right now, that would absolutely make my day. If you want to find episode show notes, our blog, and other great resources, head over to tsirpodcast.com. If you have follow-up questions, an idea for a future episode, or just want to say hi, we have a contact form on our website, and those messages go straight into my inbox, and I promise you, I will reply. But all right, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. I love you all and you're not alone. Let's keep making it through our struggles together.